We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're at week 14 in the fantasy football season. For many, it's the last regular season week before we jump into the playoffs. Here to help us with the rankings for week 14 will be Kev Maseration right next on the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Jeff Erickson here, and I've got the great Kev Maserajan, aka at Rotosurgeon, aka your two-time uh two twice in a row weekly defending champion of the Fantasy Pros ranking contest. Kev, congratulations, first of all, and second of all, thanks for joining me. Uh, I feel like that great in front of Kev Maserajo was a little extra, a little superfluous. Oh, so you're great, man. You're here. Off. I appreciate it. Let's hold off on that. It's week 12, week 13. The playoffs are coming up. Those are the weeks that are really going to be, you know, cashing our checks and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Jeff, for having me on. It's always a pleasure to join the uh, Roto-Wire Fantasy Football Pod. Uh, yeah, no, it, it is really cool to see my rankings, you know, bolstered and hit number one. But, you know, again, a lot of season left. Uh, I'm only third overall. Sean Kerner is uh, kicking my ass. So uh, <laughs> we've got a lot of the way to go. So before we go any farther, where can people find your rankings? Uh, yeah, you could go to my Patreon. It is, you know, Rotosurgeon. You can just look that up or it's on my Twitter at Rotosurgeon, just linked up directly awesome. on my page. Uh, I do discuss football on Twitter all the time. So, you know, you can kind of get the gist of what I feel on a lot of guys throughout the week. So yeah, just basically my stream of consciousness on Twitter or Patreon for nine ninety nine. All right. Very cool. Do you have like, like, do you have an algorithm or do you, is it your gut rankings? How do you go about doing this? Without giving uh, the whole secret, the whole story. Okay. So it, it's kind of half and half, like, you know, a hashtag, you know, watching ball and, or like, you know, knowing ball or whatever, but it, preseason, I set my projections and then throughout the season as, you know, we were provided new information and, you know, injuries and all of that good stuff. I kind of adjust expectations. So I'm kind of working with a lot of priors, honestly, okay. because, you know, general stuff like target share, quarterback, pass volume, quarterback. Uh, you know, touchdown percentage, interception percentage, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of that is sticky year over year. And game to game, a lot, like, you know, matchups do matter a ton. So, you know, I, ma- I uh, utilize DVOA. I utilize, you know, statistics that show any sort of outliers. But I don't have, like, any sort of algorithm week to week. I'm just kind of okay. working with my preseason projections mixed in with what I see throughout the, you know, throughout the season along with new information that's provided. And, you know, like a Tank Dell and Puka Nakua. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming a mile away. So seeing them become, I mean, unfortunately Tank Dell's out now, but, you know, adjusting to have them in like top 24 weekly rankings is something that I have to like work with, which I didn't know prior to the season or like Cooper Cup being hurt. That's new information that I didn't, you know, have preseason, but you kind of mix that all in with the numbers you have. And I work based on DVOA and matchups and all that good stuff throughout the week to figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I do rankings and it's, you know, you have to have all these different inputs and then you get a guy that breaks the system and he's like, okay, well, we got to change the system. If it breaks it, we can't, we can't just lean on that exclusively and we have to move on. Uh, So again, check out uh, Kev's uh, Patreon, Rotosurgeon, follow him on Twitter at Rotosurgeon and you'll see uh, all that he has to offer. Let's just jump into it here. 
it's uh it's like i said it's the last week of the re- fantasy regular season for a lot of people if you have six or more teams that make the playoffs you start in week 15 so this is a huge week only two mm-hmm. teams on by although it's still i think it's really crazy that we still have buys in week 14 uh but arizona and washington that hurts our sam howell hurts our, you know hurts a couple of guys but it's not exactly devastating it's not like bipocalypse that we've had two, two or three times earlier this year uh but quarterback i want to start off jordan love uh, oh yeah he is rolling he, you know he p- played well in a tough matchup against the chiefs last week how high do you have him this week i had him top 10 last week i have him top 10 this week it's i mean the giants pass defense is somewhat average but they are a very weak run defense you know attackers do tend to uh, lean on aj dylan early on and then they kind of move off him based on game script and whatnot uh, but I, I have him top 10 because he rushes. He's been very efficient throwing the football. You know, I think it's like 6% of his passes are going for touchdowns. Christian Watson may be out due to his hamstring injury, but luck- luckily they have another rookie stud wide receiver, Dontavian Wicks, that they could just elevate. Yeah. Um, they lost Luke Musgrave, and they have Tucker Craft coming in and providing legitimate value. The, the Green Bay Packers post Aaron Rodgers drafted so, so well. I mean, Romeo Dobbs from last year, Christian Watson, again, he's hurt. But, like, Dobbs has stepped up this year. He has, like, seven touchdowns or so. They have weapons. They have solid protection. They always have a solid O-line. And Love, I, I I think this is a legitimate breakout. I think he could be their franchise quarterback. I would I would extend him. I would give him some sort of, like, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith-type deal to keep him along at least the next, like, three years. Yeah, and we we see what it's like to be a have-not in the NFL with all these quarterback injuries or just bad quarterback situations. So absolutely, I get it there. Um, It's so funny, though, like six months ago, the narrative on Love and the Packers was so much different. You know, like, oh, they screwed up and they're going to have to start all over. This could be one of the bottom three teams in the NFC and all that. And now they're they're in the playoffs and Love is there. Now we're talking extension with him. Uh, But, you know, give it time. Let them play it. This is, you know, you see this all the time. Like quarterbacks actually need reps. They need to see, you know, before we make a full evaluation of a player. So I get it. Jake Browning tore it up on Monday night. Much to my pleasure. Um, Did not see that coming, though. was also much to my surprise. What do we do for an encore with Jake Browning after he tears up? Now he gets the Colts. The Colts are weirdly top 10 against the pass. And they're getting Grover Stewart back from, uh, I believe it was a suspension, six-game PD or substance. I, I forgot what it exactly was. So they're getting their nose tackle back, which is pretty huge because, you know, he's one of their most important pieces along the D-line. But, uh, I mean, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon's looking really good as a receiver. He has weapons, so uh, he's very much so in streamer consideration. I, I wouldn't prioritize a Jake Browning, like if you have – a Justin Herbert, I wouldn't start him over Justin Herbert, though he's in a much worse matchup with worse weapons. But you could do worse than a Jake Browning. I think he's definitely in the top 20. He looked solid. I, I just wouldn't really want to start Jake Browning. I wouldn't either, but I mean, I, I feel like there's like there's some sketchy stuff here. I've got him at 14. So it's, it's kind of like uh, if, if I had Howell, I'd go to Browning, you know, because I'm not going to find like yeah. I'd go to him over Jameis. Um, and that was going to be my next guy I wanted to bring up because, you know, I, I don't know how much I can trust Jameis. I mean, how much can you trust Jake Browning? It's like, it's all oh, agreed. Bad. Oh, I agree. Jameis at least has the Jameis factor where yes, he could throw three picks, but he could also throw three touchdowns. And I'd much rather have that than the safe play because Indianapolis is, I mean, Indianapolis and Carolina are both like kind of run funnels. Like they're both very weak against the run. Indy is yeah. getting Grover Sewer back, as I mentioned. But I, I just feel like at home, Jameis, Chris Olave's healthy. They're, uh, Michael Thomas, I feel like Michael Thomas was holding the offense back. I, I think with Jameis under center, Shahid might play. We don't know. But, you know, just having Olave, he, he's more than willing to just throw it downfield. The only scary factor is Taysom Hill sniping touchdowns yes. in the goal line. But Jameis does like to run a little bit, so you never know. I, I think I'd go with Jameis in a weird game script against Carolina over Jake Browning just because yeah. at least there's history. I can see it, but I, my counter-argument is at least Browning has Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Mixon to throw yeah. to and Tyler Boyd and, and a pretty – good offensive line that's get at least a reasonable offensive line that did well to give him time on Monday night. 
The other thing is they're going to be a tired ass offensive line after playing five quarters on Monday night too. And yeah. So there, there's a counter argument. Uh, question in the chat, Jake Browning or Joshua Dobbs, who was announced as the oh. starter again this week. Dobbs. I have Dobbs fringe top 10. Cause yeah. I mean, the, the Raiders defense is it's been better since Pierce took over, but you know, Dobbs should get Je- Justin Jefferson back. You want to talk weapons, Jefferson, Addison, Hawkinson, all the sons. I, yeah. I'm going Dobbs. Okay. All right. Uh, I was not that high on Dobbs, so I may have to reconsider my prior. Oh, oh my bad, my bad. I... No, no, no. It's not your bad. This is why we. That's why we discuss. Uh, I'm giving it away. I can't be giving all that. I'm kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I have Dobbs around like 20, 21. Um, oh, okay. But that's that might be some recency bias. You know. Uh, yeah. When we last saw him. They're contemplating switching him out. I mean, it was so bad on Monday, yeah. on Monday I mean, that... against the Bears. That's the factor that, like, there is the bench factor. So maybe mm-hmm. I am too high on Dobbs, but if he plays the full game, he runs a good bit too, or he's capable of running, if anything. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I I think that's a good game for Dobbs to get right, if anything, because like he he is very much so benchable right now. Not that the options Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins are that much better. Agreed, and that's just the thing too. Like. I think the there's the idea of Nick Mullins, the untested, unknown, but veteran ex-Niner. Yeah. It's like him and Beathard both. I put them in the same pile, even though they're different people completely. But yeah, you know, uh, last one uh, before we move to a different position. What What's your take on Beathard here with uh, this Jacksonville offense? Terrible matchup at Cleveland because um, it, it's in Cleveland. You know, road Cleveland is weird, but, you know, I, I think this is uh, one I'm not really sure I'm that, that confident on. Yeah, same. Uh, he has to face, De- I mean, Denzel Ward looks like he's returning. Miles Garrett should be another week healthier from his shoulder. He was non-existent basically versus the Rams last week. Yeah, now he shouldn't have even played, but I, I get it. He's Miles Garrett. He wants to win, like, you know, DPOY and whatnot. So that's cool. But overall, I would not, <laughs> I wouldn't even bother with Beathard. I don't care. He has decent weapons, but the O-line is, I think it's hurting right now. So they're not even full strength like Walker Little got hurt last week and he's their like second left tackle so mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not looking to start Beathard whatsoever gotcha i'm not either um i think that the trickier question is what do you do with his parts what do you do with ridley what do you do with ingram what do you do with uh you know uh, anybody else in that offense there etn is i mean even etn i have to downgrade a little bit this week um, the, the cleveland browns run defense like the last month has been gashed so at least there's that for ETN. Like I'm going to have him in the RB two range, but I'm not going to want to start him. Like right. if you have a Raheem Mostert, if you have even a Keaton Mitchell, I'd rather start like Keaton Mitchell because he got like 60% of the snaps last game. He's facing a really bad Rams run defense. Mm-hmm. I think there's more upside there. I mean, I don't want to say upside because ETN is so much, but yeah. I, I would be tempted to do something like that. The total in that game is at 30 and a half. Um, so there's not a whole lot of fantasy goodness coming out of this gross. on either side. Uh, gross. and this, this week is gross. I mean, there are, I mean, the NFL has really kind of ratcheted down the totals over the course of the season Not the NFL has, but, uh, the, sport, the bookies have, uh, new England Pittsburgh is at 30 straight up 30. It, it this is, I made the Iowa Pitts, uh, Steelers comparison joke, but it's, it's, re- it really is Iowa. It, it really is the big 10 West now. God, I hate it. I, 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 I honestly, I'm very grateful. I'm off at six tomorrow. I'm going to be driving home. I'm not going to be watching that game. I, I, I'm more than happy to say it. this is the first primetime game I'm going to miss in all season. I'll be on air. Like even uh, we're go. on from five to seven at uh, best coast yeah. time. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, there's everyone, they, they've been, you know, we got a couple of good ones lately. Like Dallas, Seattle was amazing. Oh, beautiful. Chef's kiss. That yeah. was a perfect, a perfect football game. Yeah, like everything you could want. You had the shootout. You had Gino throwing darts. You had DK go off. You had CD Lamb go off. It was everything you could ask. I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigba, even like he got like eleven targets or so. So you mm-hmm. saw him kind of coming along. I, I I couldn't be more ecstatic last Thursday, but now it's just like you know we're due for a lull. Yeah, for sure. And we had Monday night was amazing as well. So we absolutely do for a lull. We get two Monday night games uh, next week, uh, (laughs) this this week, I should say. Neither of them really are like really doing a whole lot to excite me, but uh, we'll get to those. Uh, But yeah, just I'm looking at all these totals this week. And yes, we get some high ones, too. We get Philly, Dallas. We do get Casey Buffalo. So we have some eyewash for the, the badness, but 
we just oh there's some bad that that early slate is just listen to this i mean it's tampa bay atlanta 39 detroit chicago okay 41 and a half but still that might be okay indy cincy might have some fun to it we'll see colts always play weird games so that i always kind of keep an eye on that but jacksonville cleveland 30 and a half carolina new orleans houston jets i mean take a beautiful zach wilson we're getting zach wilson back he's back Uh, early slates terrible um, yeah, no, I, I'm going to be watching. I will be I will watching. Too, of I will course. be tuned in to Red Zone. But overall, I um, yeah, God bless Red Zone because I cannot watch you know the full four, the full sixty minutes of any of these games except maybe like Detroit, Chicago because I, I do like I love Justin Fields. I think you know that should be an entertaining game from him. But you know, golf on the road against an improved Bears defense that might not be as fun as we'd like it to be. Yeah, uh, I'll be split screening. Well, I have two TVs, but one of them will be on the yeah. red zone on one side and uh, Indy uh, and Cincy on the other. That'll yeah. be my primary in that slot. But uh, but then I'll do the NFL Plus thing and watch the 40-minute version of every game afterward just to do the rewatch, see go. what I miss. Because on red zone, it's impossible to keep up, even with like just six games it is, uh, let alone eight. Um, all right, uh, before we move on to running backs, quick note from one of our sponsors, our good friends at Circa. Get ready for the ultimate big game parties at Circa Resort and Casino. Super Sunday is in Las Vegas this year. Watch the big game poolside at Stadium Swim's big game viewing party. Massive screen, booming game sound, and a view of the pyrotechnic and visual effects throughout the game. Snag the best seat in the sun with daybeds, poolside boxes, cabanas, and more. Or touchdown at the world's largest sports book, Circa Sports for the big game bash. Three stories of football glory featuring a 78 million pixel screen. Book your seat with a variety of reservation options, including bottle service, open bar, stadium-style food, and more. Don't miss these legendary viewing experiences on February 11th. The big game parties only at Circa Resort and Casino. Reserve today at CircaLasVegas.com. I'm here with Kev Masarajan. We are talking rankings. You can check out Kevin's rankings at his Patreon. Just follow him on Twitter at Rotosurgeon. He'll point you where you need to go. Lots of good combo on his Twitter feed, too, while we're at it. Kev, let's talk running backs. Uh, you mentioned Keaton Mitchell. Where do you have him among running backs? Uh, top 24. I think he's a borderline must-start option this week, unless you have, like, a loaded running back room, which, you know, I hope you do. But, yeah, no, Keaton Mitchell, back-end top 24. He's someone, like, you know, in that A.J. Dillon, DeAndre Swift range. Just mm-hmm. guys who just feel very, like, week over week. You know, you need the touchdown to get the value because the touches can be fluky but overall i mean i guess aj dylan gets the touches he's just not super efficient and whatnot but that's neither here nor there with keaton mitchell i think he got like what 50 60 percent of the snaps last game he's electric he is smaller so in like a dynasty or whatever like a keeper format i wouldn't be too hype on him considering they're probably going to draft running back but for the rest of the season i'm not going to say he's devin uh devin a chan uh a chan but he has significant upside in a Baltimore Ravens run first offense. Uh, he could catch the ball a little bit. They've used him out wide as a receiver. I I want to see what he could do against a bottom 10 run defense uh, in the Rams yeah. this week. Yeah, I do too. I've got him at like 23. It's definitely a start. Um, yes. And then I have him over Edwards finally. It took me a while to get there, but I do have him there. Yeah. I messed uh, up last time. They, they completely flipped their usage out of nowhere after Edwards had been doing so well. So that was weird. But yeah. hey, he's good, so. Yeah. Goal line's still going to screw us, I think. But uh, as long as he's in on passing downs, that's what I care about. Uh, So he gets those extra touches on the outside where he'd be strongest. Uh, Zach Moss did not have a plus matchup last week. He does this week against the Bengals. Where are you on him? Top five. Zach Moss, I mean, he's been fantastic this season. You know, I was a longtime Zach Moss hater, but he kind of became underrated. He mm-hmm. had some like decent like he's a good he's good in pass pro. He's an every down running back. He's a grinder by all means, but behind a good offensive line in an offense with some weapons, you know, he he could produce in the Bengals run defense. I mean, I mean we didn't see it last week against the, you know, the Jaguars because their run offense is just so mediocre because they're uh, blocking. Etienne's fantastic, but again, well, we can see a bounce back week from Moss whereas last week, even though he did go off against Tennessee, in their first matchup, Tyre Tart, their starting nose tackle, was out. And I believe Jeffrey Simmons was hurt. I think he got hurt again, actually, this past week. Yes, he did. But, so their interior defensive line was just in shambles the last time they faced this time. It wasn't. So Moss didn't have the same game. I was lower on him, which is, you know, that's kind of why it worked out in my rankings. Uh, overall, I, you have to start Moss if you have him. There's no question. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think that's absolutely true. Um, I, I just... 
And it's, I'm, I, I think it's like there's some tricky ones in there, like Tony Pollard versus Moss, but I guess you're going Moss for sure. Pollard, yeah. uh, it's actually a bad matchup for Pollard. It's not Horrible. that hard question now. Um, I, I, you know, McCaffrey notwithstanding, you just don't run that well against the Eagles typically. Um, a guy I like a lot this week is Pacheco again. Uh, coming off, you know, as long as he doesn't swing at helmets, uh, I, I think that this matchup against Buffalo is a pretty good one. And, you know, he's he's the one functional part of that offense. Well, one of the functional parts of this KC offense and a possible huge game. What do you think on Pacheco? I mean, as long as Jarek McKinnon's out, you have to start Isaiah Pacheco because he is their every down running back. Whereas, you know, CEH comes in for like two snaps a game or whatever. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I think he's out today out of practice, but it's Wednesday. So it doesn't really matter. He has mm-hmm. like a shoulder injury or shoulder. I don't know. Maybe it's a rest day. Uh, yeah, you're starting Pacheco regardless. The Buffalo's defense is okay. It's not great. It's been kind of better, but not that good recently. But yeah, you're you're starting Pacheco. There's no question. Yeah, uh, I'm waiting to hear more on DeAndre Swift. But if he's out, do you start Kenneth Gainwell? Not a great Absolutely. matchup, but he's going to be the guy. Yeah, we saw early in the season he was their quote-unquote workhorse. Boston Scott will likely fill in. He could maybe come in in the goal line. But Gainwell's been on goal line situations throughout mm-hmm. the season, um, you know, when they're playing from behind, which I actually think this could be a very competitive game, uh, even more so than the last time uh, Eagles and Cowboys faced. So I'm optimistic that whichever Eagles RB starts, uh, Dallas's run defense is worse than their pass defense. So this could be the game where they try to establish the run and you know whoever if it's Gaywell, if it's swift i think one of them may have a good game but i will say with the caveat i don't think swift is hurt i think he got the wind knocked out of him at the okay. end of the game because he walked off fine he was just like he looked just uncomfortable which would happen if you had hit in the solar plexus yeah that is also true i, I i've been i the thing is i haven't found a good update on him so yeah. you know i think that you're probably right if there were was an update to be had we probably would have seen it uh by now so uh yeah, I think uh, it's funny. Nick Sirianni at his press conference today said the Eagles brought run the ball sign. You guys, uh, guys, coffee this morning. So he appreciates the uh, passion from them. Uh, we'll see. I mean, they only ran they, they ran the ball so infrequently and so poorly against the Niners. So they need to run it more and run it better, I guess. It's very frustrating because Jalen Hurts, I, I think he's ailing. And a lot oh, yeah. of their run schemes involve like RPO action. So trying to get Swift and Hurts involved, it, it, you're kind of like risking running Hurts, which they do not want to do. He seems to only be running when he's escaping the pocket. There are occasional instances where they'll, where, where they'll run Hurts up the gut on like a designed run play. But overall, I, I don't think they want to get – they don't want him to get hit because he is the franchise right now. He's like kind of the engine by which this offense runs, given that he is such a good rusher, and they want to preserve that for the playoffs because right. they're pretty much set for the – you know, to not. I don't know if they're going to get the buy right now, given how they played, but they they're locked for the playoffs because they're clinching and whatnot. So yeah, but I, I think, think they'd they rather win. win that division. You know, that's the problem is they play Dallas this week, and if they lose, they're tied all of a sudden, and yeah. you know, that could be problematic for them. So, but yeah, I, I think that that that's an interesting situation. Uh, the team that the guy that I'm burying this week, and it's been too long. I, I waited too long to bury him, but is Austin Eckler? They're just Every run play is a fail. It is amazing to me, like how their their fail rate. I mean, it's just every single running play. It doesn't matter if it's Eckler or Kelly or anybody else. They can't run block. And I, I think Eckler is definitely not the same since coming back from the high ankle either. Yeah, I definitely don't have Eckler in his typical range, but he's still in the RB1 category because Denver's run defense is so bad. We saw Damian Pierce come back from injury and score last week. Uh, Singletary didn't exactly have the game that he had been having, but you know th- mm-hmm. that happens when you're Devin Singletary. Uh, I, I think you still have to start Eckler solely for the fact that he's basically a workhorse and this run defense is still very poor, whereas the pass defense is what's improved. So I'm lower on Herbert, regular ranking on Eckler, and like that's out. I've got Eckler at 17, so I, I, yeah, that's my bold move, I guess. There, but Here's uh, the problem. Here's the problem. You look at Joe Mixon last week, horrible matchup. He still scores twice. Yes, it just that's the risk you run. And this is a game where, you know, I don't really trust the Broncos offense. So I think Eckler is very much so still going to get his usual touches. He gets it whether they're leading or behind and high ankles suck. He does not look the same. He's probably closer to washed than we'd like. But if you're getting the touches, 
it's just so hard to have him too low. I was low on Mixon last week, and he burned me so bad. Understood. I, I think I was too. Um, yeah. And you know, while I enjoyed the burning, let uh, just from a strict Bengals standpoint, <laughs> yes. um, yeah, it was it was a burn nonetheless. Uh, um, and uh, wait, one more thing. Oh, the Patriots yeah. are like top two in run defense too, so I don't really blame him too much for last week. Whereas I think Denver's dead last or like bottom two. So, so are you bringing uh, Warren and Harris this week? If it's just Warren, he's going to be in start territory because Najee's dealing with a knee injury. I don't know if he's he was right. out of practice yesterday. So if it's just Warren, he's he does enough as a receiver. Trubisky runs a little bit, so I mean they can mix things up and kind of catch the defense off guard. And yeah, if it's just Warren, you have to start him. If it's Warren Harris, I will be lower on both of them. Yeah, I, I, to me, I think that uh, the picket injury is a bigger deal than being given credit i mean they moved the ball on their first two drives and pretty much from the moment that pickett got hurt that offense just ground into the muck they were at you know they're on the goal line uh when that that injury happened they they failed on fourth down after that the cardinals got that 99 yard yard drive you know there of course there's two storm blazes it, it was a weird ass game yeah. but i i think you know with trubisky at the helm though it's just it's, it's just that worse of a de- of an offense which is hard to say because pickett's nothing special yeah, Pickett isn't good. Trubisky takes more sacks, but at least he can run a little more. I mean, Pickett runs, but it's like, you know, he's capable of it. Trubisky's actually kind of good at it. So depending on how they scheme the offense, maybe they could score like two touchdowns. You know, the, the total is what, like 30 and a half or something. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you want to start the defenses in this game. You don't want to start the quarterbacks, which you know, oh, 100%. Really want to do. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely think, I mean, at home, at least, Trubisky can do something. The receiver is still healthy. Friar moves back is huge. Uh, we'll see how it looks. I think if it's just Warren, the offense could probably look better than when, you know, they have Harris back there. So Exactly. We'll Indeed. Uh, I see some questions in the chat. We'll hit those at the end of the pod. Thank you for those of you streaming along along with us here. Uh, Kev and I will hit, the, Kev and I will hit those. Uh, but before we do that, we got to do a quick note from our other sponsor, Splash Sports. Rotowire is proud to partner with Splash Sports for the 2023 fantasy football season. Splash Sports empowers gaming commissioners to earn by creating contests. Commissioners can set up contests, add their style, and enjoy the ever-evolving Splash Sports platform for customized preferences. From daily to season-long contests, Splash Sports caters to various playing styles, such as DFS, Pick X, and Traditional Survivor. And unlike traditional sports books, Splash Sports pitch you against friends and family, not the house. Splash goes beyond betting, a space where friends can connect, strategize, and share in the excitement of sports. Rotowire will be running weekly DFS tiers contests on Splash Sports all season. Can you beat the Rotowire experts? Visit rotowire.com slash splash to enter today. Also, we are on the Blue Wire Network. We like being on the Blue Wire Network. Here are their ads. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, 
Access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Thank you for your patience there. We are talking week 14 rankings with Kevin Mouserajan at Rotosurgeon. Follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Get that Patreon, and uh, you can check out his ranks. Let's talk wide receivers. Uh, this week, we lost Tank Dell, unfortunately, uh, and that's a that's a devastating blow. What are we doing with the remaining Houston receivers? How high does Nico Collins fly? It's a bad week against the Jets. and th- th- This is another game where take a beautiful thing and just ruin it by having them play the Jets. Yeah, Sauce Gardner, brutal matchup. Jets offense, gross, slow unwatchable oh, man i i have to be lower on nico this week i can't raise him post tank dell also he has weird away home splits i don't really believe in those typically yeah it, it's so obscene i think they've only played like four road games too so it's not like it's a ma- massive sample um but yeah facing a top five pass defense facing a number one just all pro caliber corner and sauce which that's probably going to be the matchup sauce versus nico collins yeah, uh, I, I know Stroud is fantastic. I know he could play out of, you know, uh, he could scramble out. He could do his thing. But I, I just don't want to trust Nico in this matchup. I don't trust Noah Brown either. He's coming off the knee injury. Um, I think the only startable piece of this offense is like Dalton Schultz if he plays because the Jets are weirdly weak if against like tight ends. And yeah. I'm not the tight end guy. We all know that. But overall, it's like if Schultz practices all week and plays, you should start him. Collins, he'll be in a wide receiver three range, but I, I don't want to be starting Nico Collins. We saw what they did to Drake London last week, yeah. what they've done to wide receivers all season. So, yeah, yeah it's unfortunate. Yeah, all, all season long game, especially in New York, uh, the, the opposing wide receivers have, and, and by extension, quarterbacks have really struggled. Uh, and we've seen some really good quarterbacks go to New York too and, and struggle. So I, I think it'll be no different for Stroud, unfortunately. I think that's a tough st- tough spot. Uh, and of course, it'll just—it's going to ruin the whole game too. Uh, DK Metcalf, I guess, you know, he was actually on a few benches last week because of the matchup against Dallas. I—I I heard it from customers. Um, I heard it, you know, the back and forth in the rankings discussion. Another bad matchup this week against the Niners. Where is he for you? Uh, he's still in that. He's in the wide receiver two range. I had him wide receiver ten last week, and yeah. that was just. You know, I, I figured the game script would be very pass heavy for uh, the Seahawks. Been getting targeted a ton. Uh, I, I'm not really afraid of Deron Bland as a cornerback. I, I think he's been fantastic. Like he deserves whatever nods he gets this year. Probably not DPOY. I would not give a cornerback who you know is very boomer bust a DPOY consideration. But looking at, I mean, the defensive matchups, they don't really have Trayvon Diggs, who would be kind of the better matchup for DK Metcalf. So. Um, this week against SF, you should still start him, but he expectations should be, you know, very much so lower because, ah, man, I, they did target J- Jackson Smith and Jigba like 11 times. And I think, uh, up the slot, uh, SF is weaker than on the perimeter. It, it's a very weird week. Uh, Lockett is actually kind of the odd man out looking at, yeah. at this wide receiver course. So it's like, I would start DK if you need to start JSN and Lockett. I think he's the guy you might have to bench if you have him. Okay. Uh, and I agree with that, by the way. I think I think you're absolutely right about that. Rasheed Rice, been getting an increasing target share, now a potential shootout game against the Bills. Where do you have Rasheed Rice? Wide receiver two range. I think 
he's shown out the last few weeks. He's playing about 70% of the snaps, which is really all you can ask in this Chiefs offense. You don't, I mean, you don't want him blocking out there like Sky Moore. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're starting Rasheed Rice. It, it, this is a matchup that Bills might win this or Bills might have a decent lead early on because I don't know how the Chiefs move the ball. Aside from the run, like their run game is really good right now, but through the air, Rice, Kelsey, Kelsey does not look like prime Kelsey anymore. He looks like a very good tight end, not the greatest tight end of all time. So, yeah, well, arguably, I'd still say it's Gronk, but that's, again, neither here nor there. You should be starting Rice because I do expect the uh, Chiefs to have to throw a good bit this week. And, you know, he's been targeted about near level, like 15 to 18 times over the past two weeks. Yeah, uh, he has. He's he's in that circle of trust, and you do like to see it. Even like not a great game for the the Chiefs. Rice still got his and was was a startable wide receiver. Uh, Amari Cooper is in the concussion protocol. Uh, Elijah Moore got twelve targets last week in the loss to the Rams. You know, Jacksonville secondary you can throw against Flacco. I mean, they 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 have no like worry qualms about throwing the ball a lot with Flacco at least. How high are you on Elijah Moore? Uh, he'll be him and Nico Collins kind of in that same wide receiver three-ish range. They'll, they'll be very close. Him, Nico, a couple others. I look at more with the Flacco shower connection or whatever they call it, or locker room connection, because they had it between from the Jets to here. You know, 12 targets, that's great. But the air yards, I think he led, he had like the most air yards yes. among anybody all season. And Flacco looks spry out there he was slinging it last week i know they didn't win but they're trusting flacco to throw i like stefanski as a coach i think he's a, a very one of the smarter coaches in the nfl he just had a very poor run of quarterbacks as the browns do um flacco might be the best they've had this season unfortunate to say uh well kind of fortunate because watson's not a good person yeah category yeah for sure <laughs> but uh yeah if he's starting trey herndon the slot cornerback for the jaguars seems to be out for this week like you said they can pass on them uh, i don't know how much they're gonna have to pass because this is such a gross game but you know you get eight targets from more i think they could probably you could profit yeah I, I think it's possible um and it's you know it's funny you talked about like collins and Moore being the same spot At the beginning of the season you said eh, collins and Moore will be about the same spot yeah Sure, it makes perfect sense. It's just now they've kind of gone different paths to get there. It's kind of funny. Collins is uh, a wide receiver one almost every week except this week. Yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's just it, it is kind of funny there. Um, who's a wide receiver that you're starting this week that you wouldn't normally start? Oh, that's a good question. Let me uh, – ooh. I mean, Moore would definitely be one that you typically wouldn't start. So that's, uh, that's definitely in consideration. Okay. Uh, how about this? How about – Oh man, this is a, this. I don't know. Uh, Odell Beckham. How about that? Let's go. Okay. Okay. Off of the bye, off of the bye, revenge game narrative because he was yes. a Ram. They did. They lowballed him. They did not want to keep him, considering the contracts they were trying to shell out. Right. So he is well within that Nico Collins, Elijah Moore range, I would say, where um, you know, they lost Mark Andrews, so that first read in the offense is out. I still, Zay Flowers is the wide receiver one, quote unquote. Again, there's no real wide receiver one unless Mark Andrews is healthy. Odell could be very much so someone they try to feed at least a touchdown this week. So I, I like Odell as a uh, starting option. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a good one. Um, And I'm kind of curious to see the game flow because like you alluded to earlier, you can run against the Rams. Uh, and if they get off to a big lead by running that, that's the only thing I worry about is volume, but that means that also leads to a lot of play action hitting a big play too, and that's all we need uh, when you're starting yeah. as your third receiver. Odell looks good. Odell, speaking of guys who aren't washed, I, I was wrong. Double ACL surgery. He looks not as fast as ever, but he still has his legs. Yeah, he does. He does look good. Uh, I completely agree with you on that one. There. Uh, let's move on to tight ends. Uh, you know, last week was a tough week. We had a lot of good tight ends on by. Uh, this week we're. Uh, back to having everything Hawkinson or Kelsey this week. Let's go off at the top. Let's it's Kelsey until it's not Kelsey. How about okay. that? Okay. It, it, until we see Kelsey fully fall off, I'm not going to not rank him tight end one. And Hey, maybe that's why my rankings stink at tight end almost every week. Except <laughs> Shout out to me. But yeah, yeah I, I'm like one of the worst tight end rankers. I'm not afraid to say it, but that's just because it's just like, I can't figure out the back end. Those random like tight end 12 to 15 guys. I just, I, I can't figure it out to save my life. Yeah. 
Um, I, I don't, I, I hear you on that one there. Uh, there's, we all have weak, we have blind spots in our game. Um, yeah. and that happens to be one there. Um, I went Hawk this week, but I think it's close. I mean, it's, 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 the, it's one, two, one and one a for me pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, I, I think Dobbs has eyes for Hawkinson in particular. They yeah. worked out together in the off season, uh, all that sort of stuff, blah, 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 narrative, 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 but, uh, we're going to go there. Uh, how about um, you were talking about OBJ earlier? What about Isaiah Likely? Uh, pretty good game in this in the first post Mark Andrews era game. Uh, you, I have him in my top ten this week. Where do you have him? Same. He's in my top ten. I think very much so in the start territory. Uh, my only again the qualm with this matchup is they might be very run heavy. Like we discussed, the volume might not be there, but. The Rams against tight ends, I know that's not the best stat to use ever because t- there's no such thing as tight end matchups typically, unless like you're the Cardinals for the past five years. That's right. Now. I was just going to say there's like that one like there's tight end one. team and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was the Arizona Cardinals. It was, it's not anymore unless you're Tyler Higby. I don't get it. Nothing makes sense. I hate tight ends. But yeah, Isaiah Likely is definitely in star territory. He is, I believe, like playing like ninety percent of the snaps. Let me see. Oh no, excuse me, seventy five percent, which is still awesome. You're not going to get much better in a better offense that you know Lamar does like to throw up the middle to tight ends. So I, either I or question, it. either or question for you here, and this demonstrates how far the the or has fallen. Tucker Craft or Kyle Pitts? I, I'm I'm going with Pitts. Okay. Uh, he did look, they did look to him last week and against, I believe it was the Jets. So that's not an easy matchup. Tampa Bay might be without Devin White and Levante David again. So that's two tight, that's two starting linebackers are going to be without possibly, mm-hmm. or they're going to be ailing, if anything. So, you know, that's huge for a tight end matchup. And Kyle Pitts, I, I, I think he didn't, I, I, I think the MCL surgery he had was a lot more significant than yeah. anybody thought coming into this season because they were like oh it's just like he sprained his acl no it seems like he tore it he had like a surgery that needed four to six months to recover so knock on wood he's back next year i'm gonna be in on kyle pitts given the narratives that are going out he's still so young we saw that rookie year i still believe in pitts and i i I would start him this week all right i i actually my nffc team thanks you is like okay feeling a little bit better about that one there that was a totally selfish question by the way i I have I have, I have a couple of pits. I have a couple of pits seat in the league, so I'm going to be starting them. Yeah, I, that NFFC primetime in Vegas. Like, you know, I w- wasn't planning on pits at all. I didn't have them in any other league. Like the league gave them to me at pick 99. I got to take it and walked right through that door there. Yeah, uh, I, pits and Joku. It's like the same player at this point. Yes, like you can't really predict it. And, yep. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I I was big on Njoku, and that didn't work out too well because the Watson injury and just the offense being so run heavy, Chubb injury, so the offense is worse too. It just everything kind of fell apart in Cleveland, which I think it's a good lesson with the Jets and the Browns. Every year, I tell myself, don't draft Jets, don't draft Browns. And you see Aaron Rodgers coming, I'm like, I love Garrett Wilson now. And yeah, me too. Yeah, that goes. I've got like four or five leagues with Garrett Wilson. Yeah, love good times. The that process was right. It's just. You just yeah. can't control the Browns and the Jets. Yes. The process, man. Chris, I can hear process. Chris yelling at me about the process right now. Um, let's move on. Take some Q&A before we get you out of here. Uh, we got a lot of questions in the live stream, so let's hit them up real quick. Appreciate everybody's questions here. Jeff Rogers asks, I uh, need a receiver and a flex between these three. Puka, DK, or Saquon Barkley? Who's the odd man out? Oh, that, That's brutal. I want to say you start DK and Saquon because Puka has the AC joint sprain and they might lean on Cup more this week. Uh, mm-hmm. They do have Tutu as well. And this is a very rough matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they are, I believe they're number one in pass defense. I will say if he gets full practices in throughout the week, I would lean Puka. But if it's like limited, 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 maybe one full, I would go with DK. Saquon for sure is your flex. Okay, very good. How about you? Uh, what do you think on that? Um... I, I, I think I can't sit DK. I just can't. I, okay. I just, what happened last week, it's like, he's capable of doing that against anybody. The, the side, I just, it's frustrating to watch him go off. Cause there's other weeks where he disappears. Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't this happening every week? This guy is a specimen. Why is he not like getting, just can throw him contested balls and let just see what happens. You know, why isn't this happening every week? I guess if you double cover a guy, it's, it's a different thing, but anyhow, 
Uh, let's go on to Johnny, who asks Swift or Keaton Mitchell at the flex. I'm going Keaton Mitchell, honestly. I, I think this is a very good matchup for him. Swift, yes, they do want to run the ball more. But like we said, we, we don't really know if he's hurt or not. And, you know, they got Kenneth Gainwell. They got Boston Squad in the mix. Keaton, it's basically just Keaton and Gus. Justice Hill doesn't really come in anymore. So yep. uh, as much as he was earlier in the season. So I, I would shoot for the upside. I, I agree. Uh, John says, would you drop Komet or Ingram to pick up Trey McBride uh, or hang tight? <laughs> I feel like if you have, I mean, I guess he's on by this week, but I, I would drop to commit. Oh man, that's actually tough. I, I think I'd drop commit. For yep. I mean, yeah, it's just who you're going to use this week, but uh, yeah, I, I would too. Um, oh yeah. Oh, that's rough. I would prefer commit over Ingram this week, but rest of the season, if you're like clinched for the playoffs, I I'd definitely drop commit. Yeah. Pay attention to the waiver wires. Your takeaway from all this here. You'll see some weird drops. Yeah um and mcbride right should not be available that's exactly. the thing he should be 100 percent rostered at this point. yeah even in six team leagues he should be rostered um but and maybe those exist quincy davis says need two receivers two flex higgins noah brown obj who we talked about earlier waddle debo zay flowers roshan johnson zeke and charbonnet charbonnet we don't know about the knee yet we'll find out about yeah. that um but okay we can stipulate Debo, you you can't bench Debo yeah. here. You can't bench Waddle either. I know right. he's been a little hot and cold, but you, you got to right. start Waddle. You got to start Debo. Uh, I think Zay and Higgins. That's where I'm leaning too. Yeah, yep. I, as much as I did say Odell, you got if you're starting Zay, I don't really want to start Odell too. And then right. the Higgins, I think this is a good matchup for him. Where another week removed from the uh, from the hamstring injury, they might double cover Jamar Chase, leave Higgins open because Higgins looked good on the targets he got. Yeah, that so, huge one in overtime. And I just love how he, you know, he catches it with his hands out away. He's got such strong hands. I love T. He and Quentin Johnson need to work together in the offseason. And Higgins just need to show him how to high point them all. Uh I yeah, he I think uh I think Quentin Johnson needs to watch Little Giants and and just imagine it's that toilet paper coming in there. I don't know if you saw that movie, but uh, here's the crazy thing. I, I got I got a rant for a second. Yeah, He's getting do. open. He's getting open, Quentin Johnson. That's the thing. If I, I know he has a bad like route success by like reception perception, but uh -huh. the drops he has, I'm like, he's open. This could be like 50 yard plays and he's just dropping them. What if he catches them? What happens? And we know drops are, you know, quote unquote random. Um, you know, Deontay Johnson had them and then he doesn't. He has them here and there too. Jamar Chase had them and remember, train, you know, Devontae Adams had drops. Yep. Everyone, DK had drops. They had. Uh, they all had some sort of pedigree, just like Quentin Johnson. Devontae, his second year was egregiously bad. Everyone gave up on Devontae in his second year. They're yes, like, this guy right. will never happen. And then he happened. I'm not going to give up on a 21-year-old athletic freak looking. Just, just the way he moves off the line of scrimmage is so special. He has this quick twitch that like you look for in a wide receiver. So I'm not going to give up on Quentin Johnson, considering that, again, he is getting open. And this isn't a conducive offense to like wide receivers because aside from him like yes keenan allen's awesome but he's like running up the gut sorry not up the gut but he's like running slot routes which aren't as difficult as running on the perimeter so i want to give quentin johnson a pass for at least a year i agree i actually agree with that um just for the reasons that you cite i think you're absolutely right about that take a couple more here before we let kevin uh i go here uh PPR eight team roster. Uh, so stacked roster problem again here. Need two running backs and a flex. Kyron Williams, Devin Achan, Josh Jacobs, Barkley, White, Waddle, Evans. This is ridiculous. Okay. I, mean, I, I, I'll play along. I mean, yeah. I mean, H you can't bench HN. I, I, I don't think you can do that. Uh, Barkley, I think this is a really good matchup for him. And then, oh my God, I, Evans? I might yeah. go Evans. I mean, I can see this eight teams and think about this. Williams is a pickup. HN was a pickup, you know, Evans and Rashad white. You got super late and you know, all that. So I get it there. Evans was Evan, you know, draft day. It was Evans versus Godwin. And a lot of times Godwin had the higher ADP and all that. And that one, it was like, Oh, that's just a 50, 50. No, it's not a 50, 50 at all. It's, yeah. It didn't work out that way. At least. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think you, I, not that you can't start Kyron Williams, but this is, a rough week for him against the Baltimore uh, in Baltimore too. So um, yeah, I think he's benchable this week. Whereas 
you know, Jacobs, HN here, Evans, even Rashad White's in starting territory here. But the Atlanta's front defense is weirdly good. Um, yeah, you got options galore. I, I, I would go HN, Barkley, Evans. Is that a yes or no for you? That that works for me. That works yeah. for me. Eric, uh, this is the last question we'll do. Uh, Eric says, I'm out Trevor Lawrence, this, uh, for, uh, obviously, for this week. So who would you start, Dobbs or Gardner Minshew? Like I said before, I think I'm going Dobbs in this one. Yeah, uh, I I think so too. Uh, it's close for me. I think I might have had Minshew initially, but I think you've persuaded me to that I'm way too low on Dobbs. So um, I mean, Je- Jefferson is huge, man. Like getting Jefferson. Are we sure that Jefferson's playing? I'm pretty sure he's gonna play. Like okay. uh, they're still in the playoff hunt, and he seems yeah. like he wants to play. Like he wants to break records throughout his career. So yeah, uh, and. Yeah, that's a, the whole thought was he'll come back after the bye. I know they activated him from the uh, IR, but that doesn't – they had to. They were at that three-week window, too. So yeah. it was kind of one of those things I was kind of waiting for. All right, we're going to let everybody go here, but Kev has a, a Patreon. Rotowire has rankings. Kev has rankings. Check out uh, Ke- Kev's rankings. Go to at Rotosurgeon. Check out the Rotosurgeon Patreon. You can go to check out my rankings, rotowire.com slash pod. Get that free trial at Rotowire. Use our Ask an Expert service. Lots of different options for you here to get your questions answered. So, Kev, I want to thank you. You jumped on in short notice, helped us out. You have great rankings. You're doing having a great year, and it's always a fun conversation with you. Jeff, thank you for having me on. And I, my rankings wouldn't be where they are without all of the wonderful tools, whether it be Rotowire and you know their advanced stats and whatnot, Rotoballer, where I do write uh, everywhere. You know, Rotoballer, Rotowire, a lot of Roto options you got. But yep. you know, I, I, I'm not just making up things out of thin air. I have these tools at my hands that I utilize and I'm very grateful for you and your company and the work you guys put in because really I would be nobody without them because that's where I get all of my data. So yeah. thank well, you. we all, we all benefit from the others before us. Right. And all the great work in it. Our, our community is massive now. So you saw it like at the live Scott fishbowl yeah. that you and I were both at different leagues, but there's five drafts going on at once there. And, you know, just, you see how vast our community has become and it's awesome. So, and it's so much fun. I, this yep. is literally what I look forward to. I mean, we got baseball coming up uh, in the midst of basketball season, you know, fantasy as much as, you know, it stresses us out. I, I love this game and I love playing and I love talking to guys like you who, who share the same passion. Absolutely. It, it's just one of the ba- the greatest like steals in life that this is my job. Oh, yeah. I love it. Exactly. Absolutely. Love it there. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we got, of course, John and Mario tomorrow. Lock it in. Thanks for listening to Rotowire. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.